0: Just thought I'd give ourselves a guard of honour for the last uh, last episode of the season. Good evening, folks. Welcome to episode 49, the final one for 2021. Uh, unfortunately, not the best night to, to end the season for the dog with a 2-1 loss to Derry. Um, joining me, as always, Chris Clark. Chris, have we got anyone else there?
1: Everyone came in as soon as we decided to start. So, Gally's here. Gally, how are you? Evening. Steph's here. Steph, how are you, pal?
2: Hi, guys.
0: How's it going, lads? I, I hope you I didn't mind me. One
1: stage.
0: I hope you didn't mind me doing the guard of honor there at the start because <laughs> uh, it seems to be the in thing to do these days. <laughs> um,
1: we, we should have stood all around you, and let you come on to the podcast or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, look, it was. We'll get through the game fairly lively because there wasn't. This here be as lively as the game was probably. Uh, i think um, Adrian Taff referred to us a as a dead rubber at the start of the game, and it kind of turned out that way for large parts didn't it uh chris
1: yeah i think i think the the first half i think we the majority of the chances and 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 to be playing football got a reward um with a really good strike it's it seemed an unusual strike it obviously made a lot of um motions in the air as it was on its way um to deceive the keeper and go in, but you know, I think Sean Murray had a, a had a good a good run out tonight. But uh, yeah, second half, I think their goal probably just before halftime probably levelled it up and killed any sort of momentum into the second half. And yeah, kind of kind of petered out <laughs> nearly in the second half. They got their goal, they were happy enough, and you know that was all the impetus gone out of the out of the game then at that stage. And um, lucky unlucky with Murray with one off the line then again, but yeah, huffed and puffed. I was it's probably what I would say.
0: Yeah, I think Murray again tonight showed his class and I know we'll obviously we'll be talking about next season and who we should be looking to keep and things and, and he's lucky, he's top of the list, I think, for players that aren't on contract tomorrow morning. But Gally, what do you think of it, Matt? You're up at it, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's similar to Chris. I mean, it's, I hate to say it, I'm always saying it, I've never got going, but it, it was a typical end of season game. It, it's a pity there was nothing in for in it for both teams. Mm. Really, that that probably what really killed it, building up to it. But I mean, it just never like I was talking before, dumb and down in, in 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 the CDM role. I thought, right, we, you know, with the majority of the play, like in the first half, like Chris says, like I was sitting down on the town end, you know, just as why no, you didn't no, mention no it anywhere no else. and <laughs> my daughter was with me. She hardly saw any action of the game because everything was happening in the far end now it was just possession on the far end there was nothing really happening i mean the, the the strike from the strike from maury's decent keeper kind of flats i mean, i actually t- texted to the group I actually thought it was um i thought it actually got a deflection um but yeah look it just never it was flatter to deceive it was just hmm. plenty of ball for both teams really when it, you know if you break it down overall but just nothing just nothing happening, you know. Just nothing really. You can't even talk with too many chances. I mean, yeah, the, the one off the line. I mean, their strike is just, you know. I know we made we made fun of the dairy commentator. Steph made fun of him earlier off the Talk the way he said, Kieran Hawke, all I thought about was Steph when this ball went in earlier on. But I mean, but apart from the goals, there was there was nothing. There was nothing to talk about. There was nothing. I'm sure Flano and Adrian Taft Half were absolutely bored to tears in the in the country.
1: Flano um, says you want my tenner, though. What what, what's
3: going anything? on there? I can't remember. Oh, I, yeah, I know, yeah. We keep that, yeah. I know I own my <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do an episode trying yeah. to figure out why yeah, he called the old
0: flat out. Of a out. Tanner now. Uh, <laughs> Whoever figures yeah, nothing, out, nothing, to beat them.
3: Apart from the goals. I mean, look at the like the pack over your park as well. I like, mean, the atmosphere was great, but you know, kind of half time. I, I actually was surprised him at the giving out. You know, a lot of fans were kind of getting a little bit annoyed over it. And I think it's just because it's an end of season. The seasons we've had, it's the last game of the, the league and they just really wanted a little bit more. But it just, it was such, it's not a disappointment. A damn squib. I think, I don't know if somebody yeah. said that already. A damn squib. But that's probably the best way of putting it. it, it look, yeah. it, it just it perfectly bookends the season, doesn't it? The season we've had, you probably couldn't expect any different, really, over 90 minutes.
0: Yeah, it's that episode one, we win, win the President's Cup, but we <laughs> we're off for a great season. And then we just <laughs> roll over the line. Um yeah. Steph's back. Uh so Steph, you got to watch the game online, didn't you? Or you got to watch it, sorry. Um you didn't get up to the game, but I will have you any idea why Gallio's a or to Flano.
2: No. No idea. Um you know- God knows what it is. Hopefully it's nothing got to do with um anyone signing a new contract. <laughs> I was supposed to be leaving. See what you started, John. See what you started. We won't mention we won't mention that. Uh
0: what do you think of the match No, no, the no, no,
2: no, 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 no. I didn't start it. And... Um, yeah, look, it was promising sort of first half. Hang on that my my coverage is terrible here. I'm gonna
1: have to try and sort of it's, like
0: Mike, Bassett, it's like Mike Bassett Steph's answering the question after the question. <laughs>
1: Gonna play Benson and Hedges, uh, though.
0: yeah, love this, <laughs> L- love being live. Um, I suppose, look, at, if anybody has their thoughts on, on a man at a match, uh, for this for tonight, um, if anybody else wants to pick Murray along with myself, then we we'll just keep, give it to Murray. I think, I think um, more people are wondering what
1: the tenor's about. Tell the truth,
0: I think so, yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll get flat, we'll invite Flano on if he wants to come on for the, for the <laughs> end of the, tell us about the tenor. Tell <laughs> us about the tenor, yeah. Um, I'd be, be some-
3: interested to know what anybody else thought. Talk- I, I, I thought I don't know if I came yeah, away from the game just thinking it was harsh. <laughs> I like maybe I was being harsh on the dog, but it just never. I like I, I, in fairness, I usually sit in the stand, so I couldn't get a ticket for me. We went from the stand, so I ended up sitting down the town end. So I'm not used to sitting there, so I don't know if I could just couldn't read the game. But I don't think I'm wrong saying it was it was it was really not boring, but it's just never. You know, just I, thought, I, I think the first
1: was, half there was there was plenty yeah. about it. We seemed to be kind of on the front foot, and. I think we were pushing then. They, they, they didn't really seem to be finding a way to break us down. No. It was uh, plenty of good play. Like I'm I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, the Huben the chance that played over the top as well. You know, you think yeah. he, if that had gone in, his nice little rollback for um, McMillan, tried to flick one past the post as well in the first half. And so we were, we were fairly applying the pressure. Um, and like I say, I think that, the the little control for Sean Murray for the goal as well to take it down, cut inside a player like it shows how, how good of a player he is, and to finish that, like I said, it must have done some of the movement in the air because if you look at the keeper, he was all over the shop yeah. trying to figure out what way to he kind of went over past his shoulder <laughs> nearly it seemed, but um, then then we as soon as it's like as soon as we got the goal, we kind of took our foot off the gas a little and allowed them back into the game. Very quickly, there was, you know, a couple of past the post. All of a sudden, they were finding little gaps in and around behind us. Um, and there was a couple-ish, I think, you know, Flannel was talking about uh, Ben Amar's tackle in the first half for a possible penalty. Like, there seems to have been some sort of contact there. It was dismissed very quickly. And then for, for their second one, you um, Flannel seemed to think maybe from from the angle that Yorcaskus was playing him onside, was it? For which, Chris? For their winner.
3: That's yeah, it was, it was a lot, be, there was uh, a lot of there was there was a lot of shouts now. Being at the other end of the fish, a lot of shouts were offside. When I could hear people talking about it, now, mm. I didn't see the replay. Right, it was hard to tell from our end, but it must have been very tight. But like you say, it could have been it could have been Rivas playing him on.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it might have just been off camera, so it was hard to tell on the stream right. as well. But um, you nearly, you nearly say, if, you know, if, if Lano could see the whole, the whole line where it was, like so, it was one or two, one or two decisions there. I thought probably didn't, didn't help because it, imagine, you know, Sammy goes down, we get a penalty for that, and then you'd Murray strike then after that, like you.
0: Yeah.
3: For
1: already a party mood in, in Oriel Park, if we if we had gone 2-0 up there, it would have been party central at that stage, you know, spring break time. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you yeah know? I know it was, it was, you know, the atmosphere again was great and you could kind of get that sense of of something fresh is coming, you know, it just would have been nice to, to cap the season off with a mm. win and to kind of yeah. kick off this new, new era of ownership with, with a positive note, you know, but it was like, I just see someone saying there that we didn't seem bothered apart from a few of the lads and I don't think that's necessarily fair but it, did, it, it came across I don't know if you remember when we played Pats in the league game after the cup and we were we were chasing the game with a few minutes to go I think they, they just beat us by was it 2-1 as well or was it 1-0 the league mm. game on the Monday night I can't remember the score now oh but, yeah but uh Do you remember the last five, ten minutes where we just played the ball at the back and there was no urgency to get the ball in the box? And it was just there was a lot tonight where it seemed like that was the case, didn't it? You know, where we were just happy to have the ball and there wasn't that much penetration into the into the final third of the pitch, you know, where last game of the season you've got a crowd like that.
1: Would you have to bring into some sort of consideration though, Pingu, that because unfortunately the situation the club has found itself in, you know. Will a lot of these players be here next year? We don't know. Therefore, let's not get injured. <laughs> you know, if I need to sign for somebody else, I need to be a hundred percent fit to to move on. I don't want to, you know, over commit myself on anything. And 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 we weigh this up in in a time when we go a little bit more. I wonder if that was part of it in any way as well.
0: Possibly, but I'm, I'm sure. Look at Flano comment in if you're still watching. You know. Because he, he's been through it in an era where, at the end of every game of every season, you're without a contract, you mm. know, and you don't know where you're yeah. going to play next year. So, you would think there'd be that little bit of professional pride, you know, and go out and get your win and put yeah. in that before. No, I could like, be doing
1: them a disservice. So, <laughs> I'm just no, no,
0: I'm no. I think it's a valid point. I mean, I would just look at it the other side is all these players you know, we're here and we'll hear Martin talk a little bit about it in our interview later, Um, you know, but they've talked and and they're saying, you know, we're talking to other clubs, but they haven't signed contracts yet. So a game like tonight, you're still putting yourself in the shop window and you want to put in a good performance um, to attract, whether that be the new Dundalk owners, you know, or that be clubs, other clubs. Um, I remember Ian Foster back in, in 2010, 2011 said, Always, there was players that would perform towards the end of the season because they know they're in the shop window. You know, where that it'd be it'd nearly be more acceptable in the mid season point of the season if we knew we weren't going to win a league title. I mean, we were just in a position where we weren't going to, (laughs) um, we were trying to stay up at that point, you know. But, uh, but you know, look, I I take your point, Chris. I just feel like there should be that bit of professional pride and you should be going out to try finish on a height, especially with a crowd like that and an atmosphere like that that. The, the
3: team hasn't had all season. Especially, like especially the price of the ice cream that I paid for my child as well. I tell you, we'll be doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute disgrace. <laughs> yeah, look, I agree. That's you've hit the nail. Up. Like, you'd like to think it gets I, I, I think it's it's probably. It just sums up the season. We can't. You can't say. Anything. Like, it just sums up the season we've had. All the build up to the game. I don't know what the crowd was. I didn't get the official number of the crowd, but you know. It, it it all kind of it all kind of came to a trajectory at that game and then you got that damn game and it's just an awful not awful i mean we played worse but it just it just never it's just never fired it's just never got going and for both teams really um Flano mentioned on the goal there
1: yeah flannel just said yeah, that think- he thought they played quite well and the look uh, organized at their back their two goals were deflections and a lucky break but it was a great finish. We were missing patch and Duffy from last yeah. week. So maybe yeah. tell us yeah. to cut them a bit of a break here.
3: No. I don't know if I don't know if it's just when you see him live. The strength of Pat Hoban. it was one thing I was flabbergasted with. Like his his strength is just ridiculous. Like he he was feeding the two centre halves. He just had the two like I'm not saying he had to the beat them all night, but his ability to shrug off players is just it's second to none. It's ridiculous. like when you see it up close. Mm. It's frightening, like he must be an absolute nightmare for center house. Now, I know he wasn't, he didn't, he didn't have the, nobody the best of games, but it's just something I noticed like within the first 20 minutes. He's just an absolute animal of a man. But uh, the, the whole lot well, of the, it's the, like, atmosphere, happening. like, yeah, it seemed to be. It was a, it was a bit, look at the. I don't know if we're allowed to mention the 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 the, the certain smoke that came from the shed. Are we allowed to mention that? But uh, like that, no, you're not, build you're up not that great. like I seen the videos of the shed side lads coming up town, it was it was great, you know, yeah, the end I was at. A bit of atmosphere, nothing too, you know. It's kind of, I don't know if it's that area. I wouldn't be used to sitting there at all, to be honest. But, um, I'd look at it, it seemed a great game. Plenty of noise out of the stand as well. Um, like you knew it was, you knew it was a packed Oriole Park, you knew it was just, you know, it had that kind of that kind of aura about it. But, I mean, I think when, when it goes in, like, I mean, Derry fans made plenty of noise themselves. Like, you know, I don't know what they had with them at eight, eight, 800,000. I'm, I'm not sure what they had with them, but they, 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 it seemed like more, it seemed massive. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> um just right to the belt. but uh yeah no it, it would be good atmosphere The pity but there's it's not even the result it's the performance i mean if you're if you're hitting post sitting crossbars, fine you know it, it just never really it's just, it was just flat it was just a flat game but look that's and it just writes off the season and we crack on we go again next year you know um, like i'm looking forward to the first game of the season next year already
0: yeah and by all accounts, really there was a lot, a lot of you. A lot of familiar faces back in Oriel Park tonight that you hadn't seen in a while, too, right?
3: Yeah, they were everywhere. It was like it was like a who's who of who used to walk here.
0: I hear Jerry Arrowsmith was even there, was he? Jerry Arrowsmith was there, and I was going to say hello.
3: Is it I don't know if it's him, or, I had a mask on. I couldn't, I you know, when you know, someone like, I don't want to say hello just in case. <laughs> the legend Jerry was there, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was mad. It was, I don't know if they're all up, these the ex staff, the ex, I don't know if they're all up to say bye to people or there's a night out, I don't know. It was like a who's who of he used to walk you up, you know, all like in a crack, but, um, a, a pack stand, a pack, like a, you know, a, a pack stadium, but yeah, it was great, great to see Chris Shields as well, like, he came out of, um, but it, who's it, who, you know,
1: of who used to work there, Pingu, I mean, you never got a call.
3: I know, no, yeah, I'm disappointed. The B team. It's coming, don't panic, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh um, yeah.
0: But yeah, look at, Moving on, you know, I suppose the big talking point coming out of the game. Um, and again, look, if anybody wants to put in the man of the match, I think I think Steph might have worked it that we get another free pizza tonight, but I'm not too sure. Um,
1: if not, uh, you've just thrown him under the bus.
0: Yeah, if not, Steph owes a pizza to whoever picked the man of <laughs> the match tonight. Um, and I'm home in two weeks so I can actually win the prize as well. Uh, I can oh, get, yeah, I, I get it's early not that common
1: for the people who organize yeah. them to win the prize. I yeah. see what you mean, yeah,
0: number 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Look, I suppose the, the big talking point coming out of the game is uh, is the no show of Michael Duffy on the pitch. Um, very disappointing, you know. I, I think for whatever reason, it panned to him with about five ten minutes to go, or panned to the dugout um, when the two young lads were coming on, and he was sitting in the dugout. He still had the jacket on, but he had the, the shin pads and the socks, so it looked like he might have made a cameo. And just disappointed that. He, you know, the supporters never got the chance to to say goodbye to him, and he never got the chance to to kind of have a swan song for the last few minutes. You know,
3: it's in a season of strangeness. It's it's got to be right up there. It's really when when Rhino Kane came on, I thought that's that's odd. Like you know, you know, I know Ryan. I mean, if you're going to put Ryan on, it's it's going to be tonight. But where he came on and left, I kind of thought said, maybe Duffy. You know, he was going to come on really late here tonight, and yeah, it just. You're here thinking he might have been injured. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a strange one. I know the, I know the game that was in it. It's on dark it's something to play for. I can oh I can see the logic and maybe look at him. he mightn't fancy it, maybe Vinny mightn't trust. Him. I don't know. You don't know, but it's really, it's really odd. And if there's no real reason for it, it's awful. Like it it's just like you know, it's it's just mad that you would not play someone. Like he warmed up at half time. I watched him warming up at half time. So there was unless something happened, um, you know that would be up to the strength and conditioning coach or the physio to say, look, he's not, he can't come on if he if he has an injury. You know, I, I, I it, it, can only be an injury, or he, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't. I, I it's, a, it's a, such a strange one. Like even if he was injured, I still put him on. So like, you know what? You're, you're sending him to Derry. Like, you
4: yeah. know, if he's going, if he's going to Derry
3: yeah, just, just put him on. You know, just I'd send him off in the last thirty seconds. Just just throw them, throw them goals, left back, whatever. <laughs> um, and look, and your hope against hope. Maybe he's not going. You don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's not going anywhere. You know that's that's your that's me all me fingers crossed. But look, it's a really strange. Like, but then look, we expect nothing else at, at the minute. But it's a very odd, and it's a pity for him. It's, it's a pity for kids because there's, there's kids up there tonight, probably looking to get a you know get get pictures of his last game, picture him in the field. You know, probably fans are waiting for the ovation. You know, I, you know, we thought we we were shocked he didn't start, so we thought we would have, you know, came off for the ovation, but. If he doesn't start the game, maybe you're thinking it's a fitness thing. But even half fit, he still gets a game. He's, he's still got to come on at some stage, even just to take the last throw in or something. It just it when I mean, you've given that when I mean, you've given everything to the club, I just yeah, it's a very very odd situation. But look, at, we've had a season of it, so.
0: yeah. I mean, look, there's rumors going around, and we're we're just hearing different stuff. Um, there was one rumor that he wasn't fit at the start of it. Um, hmm. there's one that he or sorry, there's one rumor that he refused before the game. There's a rumor that he refused twice during the game. There's word that he he said to someone. I think someone commented in that he, um, said he had picked up an injury. But Steph's back on. So, just your take on it, Steph? It's very odd, isn't it, that that he wouldn't get a couple of minutes, even just a minute or two, as a, as a kind of swan song uh, on the pitch.
2: Yeah, just seeing like Alan saying. He had a bit of a groin issue well he wouldn't have been on the bench from the start then they they wouldn't even put him on the bench and then like why would he put on his shin guards and get taped up and get ready like to go on obviously something's 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 happened i'm sure especially with them playing derry i'm sure he'd family up like it's your last game after everything that the european runs the cup wins the league titles and then just to go out not making it off the bench like ali said there you'd, you'd put him on even if he was injured just to just to get on the pitch and i don't know get a bit of reaction from the crowd like it's i i, I don't know i can't i can't see like i know alan lee's gonna probably say that anyway because that's a sort of professionalism in him saying oh he, he wouldn't add somebody to, to a fan like but i i just can't see why he'd be on the bench not to come on, that'd be just my thing. When I, I I, yeah, I thought
0: that was strange too. Just the fact that he's if he was carrying an injury, why he would be on the bench?
2: What'd be the point in being on the bench then? Yeah, if yeah. you're definitely not going to come on, and G- Galley, you said he warmed up at half time. So, what? Why, why would you do that either? Yeah, it's,
3: that it's just, like
2: you'd be in the dress. Remember, you'd be, I don't know
3: and even if like, like I was saying I'm not even joking like, If even if he's injured just save him just save a sub like it, it's a nothing game for us really there's nothing
0: put him just, on with a minute to go yeah just, just put him on with a minute to go just,
3: tell him, look, just sit in the middle of the park sit up front with pass don't do anything don't, don't want you to run anywhere I don't want you to touch the ball just you know it's yeah look. hindsight <laughs> but I mean you, you shouldn't need hindsight for something like that Um.
0: Flano's was asking yeah, why we why yeah, we shocked something strange happened something yeah, strange we're not happened. Shocked, at... hey,
3: we're just calling it strange.
0: Something else strange happened in the comments. You put yeah. uh, Sean Murray down as man in the match. Flano, so me and you agree on something this season.
3: <laughs> yeah, like that comment, they'll fit or not. Yeah, you, like save a sub for him. I mean, Jesus, like
1: maybe that's what the tenor was all about. Yeah. You and Flano finally agreed. said <laughs> <laughs> that will oh, never mean, happen.
3: I can't even. <laughs> I don't. I don't even think I can repeat what the tenor was for. Uh, oh,
0: uh, <laughs> Flano, if if Chris sends you the link will you come on and just explain this because I think I think people are more interested in this than talking about uh, talking about Michael Duffy. Um but Chris I suppose what was your thought on on that situation
1: yeah it's, it's it's a bit of a strange one I think you know a lot of people were were even just saying there if he's fit or not you know surely at the, at the very end you just you give him the last minute or something like that we weren't going to get anything out of the game you know the ball was just sitting in the corner most of the time that Derry were happy enough to run down the clock on it. That was the time. The two lads, the young lads were coming on. You, you, you know, one of them should have been just as a swan song to go around. And yeah. you know, I think we've seen plenty of players throughout all our years um, up and down Oriel Park playing with dodgy injuries and bits and pieces, holding groins while trying to play. So I, I think you know, you'd like to think he, he could have got something there. Is there something bigger behind it? You know, we'll probably never know. But it was just an awful shame that he wasn't just given that platform. We think of Shield's last game, and you know, even though it was only a hundred people there for that, but but the standing ovation of, of what he got that time and, and everyone outside, you know, just an awful shame.
0: Was there anything? Yeah. Uh, was there anything? Gally at halftime for fats. Say that again. Was there anything for McElhaney at halftime?
3: The awards was it? Yeah, he got, he got the the goal scorer award. Big, right. like I mean, the cheer, the cheer for him and Shields was just like I think for Shields in particular, it was. It was Great, but yeah, they know they got the um the Vinnie presented. I think the, the Vinnie did the Vinny on the pre match, the top goals, yeah, he wide. done player of the year and goal of the yeah, year. Chris, Chris Shields gave did Chris Shields. I could be wrong, I couldn't see the standing. Chris Shields gave Fats the goals, the, the top best goal, and um, with Vinnie presented the award, pre match, uh, but, but yeah, massive crowd like big raw for, for Fats coming in and off the field, and it was kind of quick and on and off, but. You know, he was he was locking the wave and saying goodbye to everybody. You know, and, and you know, I like Anne's thinking. That's uh, a, well, nice. your your rumor
1: mill is is, is yeah. in full flow now, Galley. You, oh,
3: <laughs> this in the tenor. I'm going to be like I'm telling you. I'm going to be nationwide tomorrow. Um, <laughs> no, look, it's you know, it's great for fast and someone to get the stand of age. It's just a pity that we don't want to dwell on it too long. It's a pity Michael didn't get it. But look, at that's I'm sure he got it at the end. You know, Well, but it's 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 such a pity you don't even get on for that minute. Um, yeah, look, it's it's one of them. You know, it's uh, you know, it was kind of even, and I don't, I don't want to go on. I don't, I didn't even think I was going to mention, but I will. Even when the awards were going out, priest the, the pre-match awards, there wasn't that kind of oh, thanks, Gafford. That you know that kind of you, you might have got with the Kenny. You know, it's kind of like here's your award, right? Get off. You know, we're going. You know that kind of way. And I, I maybe I'm overthinking it. I don't know, but yeah, look, um. We don't look it. i am just followed... I have an eye here. My phone's bleeping here on the right. If anybody's wondering what I'm looking at my phone for, Dan McDonald put up a tweet saying, you know, contrary to blah, 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 there's going to be a, a strong and dark squad next season, contrary to rumours. So I'm, I'm, I'm eyeing this to see who's what he's putting up with. Um,
1: maybe he heard our interview with Martin earlier. Maybe so. Maybe so. I'm so going Maybe hmm. on,
0: on that note, should we should we dive into that, Chris, Have you got it ready?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Um, the, the the whole thing, with they take over, and we've, we 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 never really pop back in to discuss it. So I think we can have a good chat about that when we come back. But to be fair to to Martin, he you know he, he popped on the show before for us with our um, uh, Tommy Connolly tribute that time, and um, he did make a promise that if this happened to you, Pingu, he would he would come back on. So fair play to him for, for sticking to his word. Um, so this was earlier on today because obviously he would be at the match tonight and um, probably a lot of responsibilities are ever for him. So uh, earlier today he jumped on and uh, just gave us a few minutes about the takeover and where hopefully the club will be going. So uh, joining us now on this um, eve of a, a real uh, awakening hopefully for the club again is Martin Conley and Martin you're very welcome to the show I suppose you're great to see someone like yourself back involved and and local personnel back involved with the club for I suppose everyone watching and listening what's your own role uh, within this uh, new consortium and I suppose you want to talk a little bit about everybody in the organization getting together then too
5: yeah um well, my own role at the moment is, that uh, you know, I, I've come in and I've been asked to come in as a consultant and to, to help and advise uh, on a number of matters, probably mainly due to my experience that I had with, with, within the club before. Um, from a personal point of view, it sort of suits me at the moment because I did take on a role with a very good friend of mine um, who offered me a job when I hadn't got one. And, and uh, I sort of committed that, that we, would, we would do that till the end of the year. And then we, we'd assess where both of us are. And and uh, you know I think I think I have to be fair to him um, for giving me an opportunity when I hadn't got one and, and um, um, I think it's important that I see that through um, and I, and I will um, but I, I have a brother who's got who's got uh, involved in in, in in this massive massive project and it's something that I always enjoy doing and uh, I know clarky and I've got to know Sean a week over the last couple of weeks and they're two really great books. So um I'm going to get involved and see if I can help in any way and we, we'll we we'll assess it as as it goes on and, and, and that's been honest. But um I think uh, as a dundalk supported me um I think we under have to understand that that things will change. I, I think they will I think in the long term they will change. Um, I hope they'll change successfully. But um we do have to try and stabilize the football club realign it a little bit and um make sure that 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 things are right both on and off the pitch uh, and uh, that's what we intend to do in, the, in 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 the short term
1: I think Martin if you're uh, if anywhere close to social media at the moment the the
5: uh,
1: Twitter sphere is uh, inept at the moment with people wondering, about plans i suppose for this consortium going forward long-term short-term plans from your understanding i know and and, and i understand you um, you might not be close to all the details on it but do you know of anything um coming down the line at the moment short-term long-term whatever you think
5: well well like i said i think short-term we need to stabilize the football by by peak's own admission the uh, model that they are running uh, was probably not sustainable um, and I think people need to recognise that. We're not, we're not pressing panic buttons or anything like that, but I think we, we just need to get back to raw basics of, of a proper League of Ireland football club um, that would be ingrained in the community, that that are um, will have a pure purpose and, and vision and identity and we'll work on all those things and we'll produce all those things in time Maybe not me, but but the people that are involved. I think the the, the new owners, I think, um, own one of the best high tech sporting industry uh, business that that there could be in in stat sports, and I think that they, they, they plan to take that sort of code of excellence into Dundalk Football Club over over the next period. And I, I think I think it's an exciting time for the Dundalk Football Club and its supporters. But you mentioned social media. I am a wee bit disappointed now that, that all of a sudden people have found a voice and identity in the last couple of days on social media. And, you know, uh, people want to have a go and they want to know uh, strategy plans and visions and, uh, and we'll get there. Yeah. But I just said to somebody, I think, today that Newcastle United were, were bought last week by one of the most uh, the, the wealthiest countries in the world. At the first press conference, they weren't to for the strategic plan for the next five years or what's going to happen in the next uh, s- uh, 12 months or two years. We, you know, and I, I understand. I, I remember when I was in the job before, and, and news guys will understand this, yep. a, a local editor of local paper is, uh, had a discussion with me, and he said that he would sell more newspapers in Dundalk with anything that comes from Dundalk Football Club. than he read about Loud Hospital, General Election, Local election or a murder in the So, like, I, I get it. I get it. But, and, and again, somebody on social media was having a go at us because I said something that uh, religion's going on for months. I, I recall saying that, and if I, I did, but that's not how it worked out. We were out of the process three times. So, we didn't really have opportunities to say, now, when we get in here, this is. And, and, and we're going to do this. We're going to, and of course, and I know at some stage you're going to ask about Oriel Park and, and the stadium development. We've had very little conversations on those sort of things because it's because we all know as supporters, how the club was going. It was going to change hands. We wanted to, the, the guys wanted to, to, to get ownership of it, to stabilize it and, Take it back to somewhat thing of what it was, and and, and that's the short term goal is to stabilise the football club and have it running like a well well run League of Ireland football club. That's the the, the short term goal.
0: Martin, I suppose um, from reading the statement that was put out by the club earlier in the week, um, there was a big emphasis, you know, on on getting the community feel back for the club, and I know. Andy mentioned quite a lot about, you know, season ticket holders and merchandise sales. Is is the longer term ambition of, of the owners going to be dependent on how they're backed by the supporters? You know, like where over the past couple of years, money has been spent. I'm not going to say it wisely because it's, it's obvious that it hasn't been spent wisely by the owners. But. You know, the, the money from the supporters is going to be very important now. There's no more important, importance on, on that kind of money over the last couple of years, but in terms of how successful the club is going to be, it, it needs the supporters to be back in the club, right?
5: Yeah, listen, and I've already said that, you know, the, what what you've touched on in my ideas would be, would be aligned with a properly run League of Ireland football club, aka Sligo Rovers, Bohemians, St Patrick's Athletic, you know, um we, we can all say that Derry city are going to, maybe gonna sp- spring forward now with with Philip and, and and Shamrock Rovers. are you know they signed Jack Bourne today for for on a two-year contract you know um just we're not going to be in that 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 field at the moment you know and I'm sure we'll come to that now as well i I you know and Andy um and Clarkie and and Sean, Hope he lets me call him Clark. You know, maybe I have to call him Ali. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we're all in trouble. I think, I, I I think they're guessing. all. I think they're all uh, aligned with that way of thinking. That uh, we we need everybody on side to, to to buy season tickets. We need everybody to buy those jerseys and that merchandise. We need everybody to you know to sign up to the Patreon. We need everybody to to, to back us, right? And and knowing that every single penny of that. Will go into um, will go into the the, the the budget and and help us. That's what happens in Sligo Rovers. Mm-hmm. That's what happens in Bohemians. That Bohemians slightly a wee bit different at the moment because they've got transfer income and all that sort of thing. But the, they're a community based football club, and that is the long term plan. As we stand now, as we, you know, without writing it down, I don't want to be misquoted or people saying you said this on such and such a day. I, um, but for me, that is uh, where, 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 from talking to the boys, that's th- that's the club they want. And, and and as we go forward and as we grow in the next number of years, hopefully, please God, and um, they will support it in, in in every way that they can going forward. Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose Martin, just
0: touching on you, you said. There hasn't been any discussions yet, obviously, about ground development, but that's been something that's been, you know, discussed quite a lot just over the last year um, among supporters. If that is something that comes up in conversation over the next while, and and we've discussed this at length, I feel like, every other episode of the podcast this year, but, uh, you know, now we've got, there's a legitimate supporters club at Dundalk Football Club that there there wasn't, you know, even during Andy's first tenure, there was no actual supporters club during that time, there was no real supporters club during the, the Peak Six era now under this new area you've got the 1903 would you would you think you know it would be realistic or I, I would would it be welcome for the likes of a supporters group like that to come to the owners and say look at we want we want oriel park redeveloped but we want to help with it you know with the finances that they're going to have um coming in through their supporters club if they have a hundred grand if they say like we want to put this hundred grand solely to Ground redevelopment. What will you do with us? You know, is is that something that'll obviously be welcome? Is you know, if if Ariel Park wants to be redevelopment, it's not going to be the up to the owners, right? Because these lads and Andy had probably be one of the first and Clarky and Sean and you'll say at Martin too. You're not going to be there forever. You know what I mean. So it, it has to be it has to be a collaborative effort, doesn't it?
5: Yeah, yeah. Listen, um, we're we're all we're all big supporters of Dundalk Football Club. You know, um. Uh, and 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 thankfully, um, in general, the town of support does support w- what happens in that. I think one of the w- one of the saddest things um, over the last number of years is, and I'm not just naming anybody. You, you, we could go over the last sixty something years, and and the development of Oriel Park has not been good by everybody, um, and 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 that's a collective. You know, we all everybody has to take a bit of criticism for that. Um, I do believe that that part of the vision and part of the plan should be that uh, supporters' voices is is listened to and heard. Uh, I have spoken with with two members of of the committee of the Nineteen O Three Club in the last couple of days. Sorry, in the last couple of days, and I have told them that we would uh, like to to to, uh, have dialogue with them and 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 take it forward. definitely as far as i'm concerned um going forward as a club for a long term plan um facilities should be high on the list of priorities um, it's a wee bit difficult when i talk about stabilizing the club and getting it uh getting it on the right footing then to talk about a possible million euro development of oria park and again it's not something that we've spoken about at the moment, but it is um, something that we would like to, uh, you know, and we would engage in any other willing partners in in, in the town or community uh, um, that would be prepared to, to to work with us on that. And, and I think that is one avenue that 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 we will examine. Um, but I've I found I found uh, from my experience uh, it's better to be cautious on these things, and until we have that. Conversation with people, uh, and uh, hopefully we, we, we would then have a shared vision that then we we, we could take. But uh, uh, involvement by supporters, in, uh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I I would I would encourage that completely. Yeah,
0: and I think you know, <clears throat> moving away from the ground, obviously, this like since since the new takeovers happened, there's been two posts that I've seen um, about community engagement. Uh, I think that's two more than we've seen all season um no i've probably been a bit harsh on that one but you know to, to see it in such close proximity is that that's obviously a key part of the short-term aim is it martin and stabilizing the club is getting that community feel back um because that's obviously over especially over the last year like that's disappeared um, yeah and and it, seems, is, it
5: seemed to come back overnight a, you know a million a million percent i know i know that andy spoke about you know an, an emotional an attachment to, to, to the football club, I think it can be argued that that, that we all have that and, and that uh, uh, th- th- I think Andy could have quite happily settled in retirement and, and just go up and enjoy uh, games in Oriel Park again. But uh, the growth being pulled back into Oriel Park and trying to improve it and make things better and, uh, you know, put the smile back on people's faces in Dundalk um, proved to be too much for him and and and, and you know, he, he didn't listen to me the first time. He's not going to listen to me the second time, and th- that was it. So so, uh, but um, you know, social media can be a dangerous thing uh, as well. I, I I you know we got we got the uh, I, I get that the criticism of a lot of people was that uh, that connection with our website and social media that had gone a bit, and that you know we we weren't sharing messages. We share messages, and then other people say like you know, are them. I think some somebody said in another podcast, some of those quotes were unbelievable. I don't believe that somebody sat in the room and said them quotes. Like, what are you on about? Like that of course the, the man who bought the football club said the quotes. It's just ridiculous. Like but I've also learned Pingu and so of you that that once you walk in the doors of Oriel Park to do a job, um, you need to have a broad pair of shoulders. And be able to take criticism, and I have no problem with taking criticism. And absolutely, I know you guys and other guys will hold us accountable for for things that we do. And you're quite right, absolutely. But I can assure everybody that every decision that we make, and and everybody won't agree with them all, and um, but every decision that we make will be made in the best interests of Dundalk Football Club, the future of Dundalk Football Club, and the town of Dundalk. I can assure everybody of that because that is ingrained in the new owner's uh, psyche on taking this project on.
4: Can I just ask about that? Because you've mentioned no. social media a couple of times there. <laughs> well, um, you can cut this out uh, if you don't like <laughs> it. But, <laughs> don't, don't shut them down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just about the uh, the expectation that people are going to have around the football club now. Like I think we've seen a little bit of that on on social media yeah. where people are expecting certain things to be done instantly yeah. and people wanting things done overnight. Um, how important is it going to be to manage that kind of expectation because I think people are going to see yourselves back in Oriel and immediately expect the good times to come back on (laughs) the first night of next season so how how important is it going to be
5: yeah I'd love to have that effect done on people yeah Um, (laughs) and it's a great question it is uh, and and it deserves an answer uh, completely Um, yeah manage expectations yeah Um, I've heard all sorts of and read all sorts of Things on 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 the uh, on social media uh, about we're going part time. We're going to be playing, We're going to be training under candles, not lights, because of the budget. <laughs> you, you know, it, it's you know that's. I just don't know how to answer that. I I I I what what I will say to you is what I've said to a couple of people in Oria Park. Uh, we won't have peak six's budget. Mm-hmm. We won't have their. Uh, a play, player, and budget. I don't think anybody in the league will have that player and budget. Uh, I think we have to cut our cloth to fit. And uh, you know, we we're good at that. We have been good at that, and that's where we bring our experience in doing that. Uh, everybody will have to come on board and, and manage that. Will we be a part-time football club with low expectations? Absolutely not. Right. We 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 will do everything in our power to continue to be full-time. We will have high expectations. We will we will do as well as we can uh, with our budget to make us competitive. Um, and we will hope that um our manager and players um achieve the highest um results that they can and and, and we will demand the one thing that we will demand in a Dundalk jersey is is uh, that competitive nature and that willingness to win for for the town and and for the uh, for the jersey absolutely but yeah it's a, it's a great point i would agree with you we do but we're not i don't see us uh out with the buckets just yet i don't and i've i been smart there but i know i know i'll be quoted th- th- on that you know we, we 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 absolutely want to sustain our professional um our professional stature yet
1: yeah. i think the, the the worrying thing when from the timelines of when you guys are taken over the club martin and the season running out, contracts running out for players. That's the one concern a lot of people have. That's a real challenge for you guys now with that sort of a timeline, I suppose, is it?
5: Absolutely. It, it is a, a major challenge. Um, and again, I have said somewhere else that that you'd be surprised with the amount of clubs and, and the amount of players who haven't signed a contract with a club. They'll tell you they're talking to that talk and them, but they haven't signed. Uh, I have talked to, I have spoken with a number of players, um, and I've, I've really just told, asked them for a wee, wee bit of time, mm-hmm. so that we can bring a wee bit of clarity to the situation, and that um, we, we we would come back with something for them and discuss things further. That's you know, yeah. I am also mindful that uh, by the time this goes out, our last game will have been played, and we lose a number of, of top class people, and 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 top class players. I I am also mindful that. A lot of tough decisions are gonna to have to be made in Orient Park to um, to realign the structure into a, a more sustainable League of Ireland football club. And, and I do have to be careful uh, um, how I do that. But 12 months ago, I was in this situation and, and, and I do have great sympathy for people who are coming to the end of their contracts or who um, I'm gonna to have to have a discussion about going to a part-time st- structure in their role Mm-hmm. Um, or um, or something else, and, I, and I'm very mindful of that, and it's not nice.
1: Yeah. Um, we've already seen one move, I suppose, higher up with Colin coming back in as club secretary. Do you think we'll start to see more people um, who were involved in the club previous coming back in various different guises from volunteers on? Is that what, what you guys want to see?
5: Well, I don't know who took Colin off back because I hate him. I don't know. <laughs> Again, I'm saying to myself, why did I say that now? <laughs> that's <what> he, but <laughs> l- listen, um, <laughs> Colm's brilliant and he's yeah. brilliant at his job. He's probably uh, the most knowledgeable person, just for people who don't know him, he's probably the most knowledgeable person in the League of Ireland when it comes to rules yeah. or procedures or anything like that. He, he, he's amazing. Um, he. It was very important to me and to the boys that, that you get somebody of the stature of Colin Murphy back involved in the football club. And will we be looking for for? Listen, anybody that volunteers for any cause in a voluntary capacity is an amazing person in this day and age, right? So, if anybody wants to be involved in our football club in a voluntary capacity, we welcome them. There is situations and positions that you need certain skills in order to be able to do that job. As you know, mm-hmm. you you guys know that, and and yeah, we will headhunt people and we will headhunt volunteers and but it 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 goes back to the whole fan and 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 community engagement you know we we want that feel about it we 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 definitely do but there's no reason that you can't marry both and have you know we don't want we don't want expertise on the cheap you know we're not going to take in a volunteer manager like or you know a volunteer physio and you know we're not you know we're owned by this, uh, by a, a leading company in sports you know we're not going to we're not just not going to do that you know but listen and it's, it's i understand people's frustration and and like saying that there's loads of questions um not answered i'll be perfectly honest with you we haven't answered them yet because it's been a mad three or four week contrary to what somebody said on twitter it's been two months again if i did say that i was wrong it wasn't mm-hmm. we were out of the process we were in the process we were out of the process we were in the process we were out out of the process then we were back in the process and that's the way it went for three weeks wow. so to say that we sat down and had the vision and our purpose and our identity and our strategy and all those buzzwords mm-hmm. done no we did not we speak regularly as 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 three or four um, and we will get there but yeah. just please give us time. you know the owners of Newcastle are still not produced a strategy. Go kill them. don't you know yeah.
1: so what what I would say, Martin is when everything was going on with these takeover talks, there was a firm favorite, I think amongst the majority of the fans and you guys were it. This is what we all wanted as fans and the fact that this has come to fruition, I think that should be, Credit in the bank for you. Right? Buy us a week. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, well, I was going to say half a week, but yeah, all right, we'll give you the week <laughs> for it. So Listen. yeah.
5: Go ahead, this, this
1: is what everyone should roll behind them. All right, this is where the support's starting. But that's, you
5: know. that's basically what I'm asking for. I'm asking to roll. We're, we're asking for, for you to trust us. You, the supporters, trust us that we're going to put together a football club over time that you can be proud of, that you can identify with, that has the right structures and the culture. And, 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 and we somebody says, What does Dundalk Football Club stand for? We you'll be able to know that mm. the people that are are, are are with it, players, managers, physios, know what we're about and do that. And that we 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 get the pride back in where the Jersey, not only the players, the supporters, but that that's going to take a wee bit of time. And it's going to, you know plenty of players or plenty of people you know had banners out there and I have to say Peak Six were excellent in every discussion that we had every conversation that we had top class Um, and uh, but you're stuck with us now but back us because we want to give you something that you can be proud of but you have to back us and you have to give us a wee bit of time yes make us accountable you know stop us in the street and say you know, any chance he is getting that centre forward? Mm-hmm. Of course, we will probably tell you no. But anyway, but but, <laughs> but but make us accountable for our decisions because we want this football club to be yours. Yeah, that's what we want. We want, and and if you look at the people who are there in charge of it, every single one of them will say that to you. They want something to be like as, as and you're going to hear this because I've heard it, and and it's a it's a, it's an old football cliche. We are the current custodians of Dundalk Football Club. At the very least that you can hope for us is that when we hand it over to the next ones, that's in better shape that we found it. And that's our aim. And that may be at 5, 10, 15, 20 years. That's what we're aiming for. And we're aiming that, that, that you can be proud of what, what, what we've achieved together
1: i don't think there's, there's much more than that we could ask for um as supporters that they, you know that that they're the standards that we're we're, we're holding ourselves to and um, martin look you've been so good with your time so we just want to thank you we want to wish you all the very best um for this because your, your success is <laughs> our success as a club too so i have one we more
0: have... question for you martin of oh, course he's one more
1: of course he has one more
0: at <laughs> jobs
5: for who for me <laughs> Uh, not at the moment. <laughs> you, you're too busy, you're getting ready for for, for a, a change in your life, kid. Yeah, that's it. That. Yeah. We'll say no
0: more about that. We'll say no
1: more. He, he's trying to discuss budgets and everything. I don't think we've got a commute budget from you from Chicago. But...
5: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Matthew's coach doesn't go down. Mark, <laughs> yeah. just once again, we just want to thank you for your time. I wish everybody the very best um, in this venture for the club.
5: Thanks. And, thanks and, listen, thanks. Appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, work on this together and, and if we can be of any help going, forward, we will. All right. If, any, if anybody wants to quote you, it was Aiden, right? Yeah. It's not me. It's not me. <laughs> it's his computer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cheers, Mark. Bye.
3: Bye. Yeah. That was, um, that's the first I've heard it. That was, uh, yeah, like, what What? Walking your ass for from anybody coming in? Like, they're only in the job for a couple of minutes. Um, yeah, I with that. Look, like that, that can't fill you with a bit of hope. There's don't lie from the toilet. toilet it?
4: I was gonna say I was in an undisclosed location, but I because have kind of busted that open as soon as I right. sat down. I, I, I know, I know them windows anyway. You know, the windows, I <laughs> need a bit of bunting I, flat in the back. Here we go, I know yeah. exactly where you are. I would have been in uh, I would have been in earlier, but I've a i had a bit of a groin strain that kept me out of the first half of the uh podcast. So uh I hope nobody's too upset about it. At, at
0: least at least we got you on towards the end.
4: Yeah, I, well, I didn't want to let this massive occasion go past without making an appearance, you know, like this is uh, this is what I'm all about, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the game though? Oh, sorry. Um, I love the game. It was a bit of a it was a bit of a weird one. Um, the uh, atmosphere the atmosphere was amazing before the game, and it, I think kind of throughout the game the atmosphere was really good. Um, it was like you. I also just just as a little uh, warning here, I haven't heard any of what you've just said before uh, the interview, so. If I'm upsetting the, uh, if there was a funereal atmosphere, if everybody was really dull and stuff, I'm really really sorry because <laughs> I'm just not gonna be. Um, it was a great atmosphere. It was like it was like doing the time warp, coming back to Oriel tonight and having like everybody, all the faces that you've seen, years like for years and years and years were all back. So like the atmosphere was great. And uh, the game itself. Well, look that. I thought that I thought Derry's goal was fantastic, but I took a deflection, so it wasn't really that fantastic. And uh, the second one was was it offside? I think it was offside. Uh, So neither of their goals should have counted. We should have won one nil. And look, what more can you ask for?
3: It just sums up the season. That kind of game just sums up the season. That's kind of the overriding what we were talking about earlier on. It's just one of them games that you can't if you're if you're a Describe the season in one match, that's probably it.
4: Yeah, I like, think Derry only seemed to play for about 15 minutes. And it was either side of half-time. Like, they got the goal and then almost scored another one straight away and then started the second half really well. But up until they, up until they scored, you wouldn't have thought it, it meant that much to them that mm. like there's a chance of European football coming here. But, uh, look, we... Yeah, we got the goal and... And then we had a couple of chances in the second half, but I think the whole night was probably just bigger than for us. Any anyway, was bigger than what was happening on the pitch. But uh, I was a little bit surprised in the first half. I thought Derry would have been well up for it, and they just didn't seem to be. But mm. um, the two lucky goals.
1: <laughs> I think I think Donald's <laughs> appearance tonight is is a metaphor for this whole season. We all started off in our own sitting rooms or offices on this podcast and we end up in a toilet. So Yeah,
4: well that's the whole season I, wrapped up. <laughs> I also gonna say the 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 toilet that I'm in is fucking freezing. So I'm <laughs> I'm only gonna do about five minutes and then I'm gone. I had the coat with me and I thought I can't wear the coat because I look like one of the Gallagher brothers with no hair. So I can't wear that. So now you're too cold. I'll just yeah, and now I'm like, well, I regret my decision, but I'm stuck with it now because I can't put the phone down and put my coat on. So yeah. look, you've doubled this down is what on it is. on for fair play.
0: <laughs> well, look, Donald, before we let you go, what was uh, what was your thoughts on, on Martin's interview earlier? Uh,
4: yeah, look, I mean, I think the biggest thing to take from it was that we already have communication; that they're already, the guys are already uh, talking to the fans, talking to us. Um, I think that's the biggest thing to take away from it. Um, they've obviously only got their, they've only got their feet under the table. Like there's been next to no, no time to get anything sorted. So, <laughs> um, good advice. Hopefully, you finish this interview. The toilet just flushes. <laughs> I, I really, I kind need to point out that I'm actually not in the toilet. But <laughs> look. Uh, no, look, the, the main thing is, like, uh, I I was happy to hear from somebody connected to the club, I was happy to read what the what the club put out the other night. Um, I think what we've all lacked and we've all missed over the last couple of seasons, really, is that, like, feeling like you're a part of the club. And I think having Martin come on and talk to us and even, like, having Bucket Collections and uh, a couple of posts up during the week about different things that are going on around town. Like that's that's the kind of thing we've all been calling out for. And uh, yeah, it was good to it was good to hear from. Him. Like I I I wanted him to tell me or to tell us the 14 or 15 players they signed, but he didn't do it. You know. But uh, <laughs> when I li- when I leave the toilet, I might ask him and see if we have 14 Dude. or 15 players signed. But. Yeah. Uh, i also probably won't be able to get back onto the podcast to tell you so it'll you know Send i'll have in that information that i'm not going to share it i don't think so i think i'll just keep it to myself
0: Send it in i'll track. sell say, it say aiden, aiden connolly told you <laughs>
4: yeah it could be worth a tenner to you from galley so you know i would definitely take yeah it. Well, i did see something about a tenner what's the story did you are you did you lose a tenner or, yes, you...
3: that, that that's what we'll say. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: we we'll fill you in tomorrow. We we'll fill you in tomorrow.
4: All right. Well, look,
1: look. I'm going to go cause... before you go. Yes. How many people have asked you for whiskey recommendations so far?
4: See, uh, they haven't really asked me for whiskey recommendations. They've just shouted whiskey at me, <laughs> like not even not trying to have a conversation with but just shout whiskey at me, um, and I don't really know how to respond. It's like. Cool. I like whiskey. I'm a little bit worried that this season has done like uh, unrepairable damage to my reputation. But like people will just see me and think, ah, he's pissed. And it is true. It is true most of the time, but sometimes it's not. But where and, are we doing this interview know, from? I, I an undiscl- I'm just going to go in an undisclosed location near a toilet. We'll just say that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, lads. I'm honestly, it's been a, t- a fucking great season chatting with you. It's been an absolute nightmare of a season in a lot of ways, but these podcasts have been absolutely brilliant, fun, and I've had so much crack and laughs chatting with you. And honestly, between yourselves and people sending messages in, it's made the season bearable when it really, really wasn't for a lot of for a lot of the games and a lot of times this season. So thanks very much, lads. Thanks for starting the podcast. Thanks for bringing me onto the podcast. Thanks for not being able to get rid of me from the podcast, and thanks for continually asking me to come back. Well, we'll say asking me to come back for not politely asking me to leave. How about that <laughs> contract renewal for next year, though, be careful. Yeah. yeah well, look, we have to. Ha- I have an agent. My dad's out here somewhere, and he'll have to talk to us about what uh, my uh, my salary is going to be for next season. Uh, yeah. Podcast bonuses. Yeah, uh, we're, not, we're not paying contract wages, pal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, look, I, I don't even know who that is anymore that's, that's like their old news <laughs> we've moved on peak seven <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's 6.5 until next season starts until we're like properly into the middle of it then it's peak seven yeah. but look yeah lads thanks very much for everything thanks for everybody that's watching it I don't know if anybody's watched it because I'm sure some people have left when uh, this clown added himself to the uh, to the pod. But uh, thanks a lot, lads. I'm gonna go. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a whiskey on the table for me when I get back. And I'm gonna drink it. I'm gonna enjoy it. Cheers everybody.
1: Till next time. Like,
3: enjoy Top man. He's fired.
2: Because <laughs> he's enjoying himself. <laughs> yeah. You're big. not
0: loud this season. No. That's next big, year. Big time Charlie. <laughs> um yeah, going in and getting whiskey bought from in the Lily White, Sickin'. Um, But yeah, look, going back to to Martin's interview. Obviously, Chris, me, and you were there earlier um, as part of it. Gally and, and Steph, Steph, you haven't really spoken on it. Yeah, what, what did you think about it? Just having having someone there with kind of an honest conversation about what's what's going on or what is planned for the for the short term future of the club.
2: Yeah, it's good to get that level of connection back straight away. Like we've heard more in the last couple of days than we've probably heard in a year and a half, two years. Um, he did. He didn't have to come on and talk. Uh, he was honest about things. saying, like, look, you'll have to manage expectations. Everything's not gonna. Everything's not gonna just click back into place, and they're gonna wave a magic wand and everything's gonna be great again. He, ju- he just talked about realigning to, to their way of thinking look i i think the peak six had a plan and it just didn't it just didn't come to, to fruition or i think there was a there was a lot wrong with us and we could see the common sense in it um but like even people coming out now and trying to i don't know trying to belittle them already by saying oh they're going to be part-time they're going to be training in the evenings I know he's made a joke of it, playing playing under candlelight and stuff like that. But do you know, like, surely we should all be getting together now and and supporting this thing? The, every everyone was crying out for lo, the local owners to come in, and do you know we just all need to get behind it now. That's yeah. and, and and he was honest. He come on, he was honest, and that's all you can ask for. Like, like obviously we're not going to hear who'd have signed or who they're, who they're looking to keep on from the squad or after getting rid of the manager after bringing somebody else in but the ins and outs of that but look that's all you can ask for the opening statement was the same I think people sort of lost track of themselves demanding facts and plans and stadium plans and is the pitch going to be ripped up and like they said they were in and out and then they didn't know if they were going to be in again and then it all got pushed through very quickly at the end I was told so they have, they have to the the first thing they probably have to do is probably look at the players they want to retain and then look in the league or elsewhere where they want to bring players in cuz without a playing staff <laughs> you, you don't you don't have a, you don't have a football team so they have to get the priorities first and then short term plan in place and then and then look at the longer plan there's plenty of time now over the next couple of weeks and months to do it so it's exciting times for me I'm I'm really looking forward to it it's it's a big change from the doom and gloom we were we were uh doomsdaying it there for a while so i think it's all positive yeah (laughs) Uh, every week we're coming on jesus
0: yeah it was uh it was an interesting conversation wasn't it as you say it, it was nice to have someone being honest and you know i think one of the big things i take from it and i think you know, any supporters listening to this, or whether it be live tonight or listening back on the podcast during the week, you know, Martin said, and Steph, you just brought it up there about managing expectations, you know, and I think people are expecting because Andy Conley's back on board that we're going to strike lightning in a bottle like we did with Stephen Kenny again. And with, like, I mean, we'd all be lying if we're sitting here saying we don't hope that to be the case, but there's a good chance that's not going to be the case as well um so i i think Gally like do you know do you feel do you still feel optimistic for next season like you know, do you know do you still think they could potentially put together a squad that's, that's capable of winning a league title is europe is europe a success given it'll be better than this season you know what what's your what's your take on having listened to martin yeah i mean like
3: i highly doubt they've they've gone into it saying right lads it's the league or nothing i mean Top four, top three. You know that's that's probably right. we be thinking you aim for top three. I mean, I think we finished. What did we finish? Sixth. Um, yeah. You know it's a, a six sounds really low. I know what the points, would almost come down to the last game of the season. But they, they have to improve. Like we shouldn't be sitting side. Like we shouldn't have the situation where you put right Rovers fair enough, but anywhere after that, maybe Derry, with what they were about to put in with the two lads signing. But after that, we should be looking to be, you know, filling the spaces behind them or even breaking them up. Rovers are going to be tough to catch. But, you know, like, you know, how often did we say when Kenny took over? I know it's a different era, but we were so close to winning the league the first year he took over. You know, we were a couple of games away and, you know, and people forget that.
0: I think it was a poor start to the league, wasn't it? That yeah, year? That's, it was, yeah, no, no, was shocker. Yeah. And, and, you
3: know, that was from nothing, you know. like Now, I'm not saying I don't expect us to go and do a title charge, but maybe that's the best thing for us. We don't have Europe. No, we we just have to concentrate on domestic stuff for next year and get and get that European back back for twenty twenty three. So the pressure's off us really because I don't think it can go any worse from this season. The pressure's yeah. off, and the lads have have taken over. You know, I, I would be saying I comfortably. I would not that I would take third now, but definitely you got they got to break into the top three, I and mean, that sounds mental when you've won the leagues we've won over the last couple of seasons. But that's what we're looking at now, because even with Pat's. Pats haven't spent astronomical money, but they played some fantastic football. Um, so th- that's where you got to be aiming. You've got to be aiming for that, to, to break up the Rovers, Pats, both, that that little... Um, or Derry. But I think Derry will be a team to watch for next season. You know, We're going to have to match them or do better to kind of catch Shamrock Rovers. I think they're, they're going to be the team to beat with the, the, the announcement of Jack Brown the other day as well. And, but I mean, just yeah, manage expectations. That was the key thing you took from it. It's, the pressures are off. I, I don't see... I don't see fans giving out so quickly now if it doesn't go away next year. Because we now have this atmosphere of, right, we've local owners, we've hit the reset button. You know, we we now know what we're dealing with. You know, like we're going to get this communication from the club. We don't need to know everything, but we're going to get something like Martin's interview earlier on. And it it can only give everybody that kind of motivation to kind of just crack on and get it done. There's no, I don't think there's any massive amount of pressure on them next year. But top three, that's, I think everybody's going to be expecting that. Or, you know to look for it, but I don't think there's any massive pressure to to, to win a league, and that's great. I think it's great. Yeah. I think that, that that's it's fantastic. There's no, it's not fantastic. There's no Europe, but it puts, like I say, it puts the emphasis back in domestic football, and now they they got to go for look in the League of Ireland, and that's that's what we're looking for at the end of the day. Your, your bread and butter has to be covered.
0: Yeah, well, I think you know when you look at Sligo and Pats and and even yeah. maybe to an extent Derry, you know, if if they may if they end up making Europe, I know it's still up in the air with the cup final, but their squads probably aren't the size of rovers and when mm-hmm. the European when Europe comes around, they're gonna struggle with the amount of games like you know, we we've been blessed the last couple of years, where other teams maybe have struggled, like I know Bose this year struggled with their with their league form. That's a chance now a time of year for yeah. us to capitalise and get ourselves up the table. But um I think I think the biggest thing Chris, you know, from from Martin's interview and from the the interview with um with Alan um Alan Sean and Andy uh, on the club website you know there's a big emphasis on the community and the supporters and you know Andy brought up a couple of times about season tickets and buying jerseys mm. and, and different things like that there you know I, I think the, that's the over o- overwhelming message I've got over between the interview we done today and the interview the other day is if 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 we don't, when I say we, I mean the Dundalk supporters want this club to be successful. We need to invest as well. You know where, yeah. as I said there when I was talking to Martin, Peak six invested heavily. Not always the right the right investment, but they invested heavily in the first team. Uh, this season they invested heavily in a lot of the own players. But you know you would hope these lads, the likes of Martin, and that'll be a little bit more clued in for that. But I think if if we if we as supporters want the club to be successful, we're gonna to have to buy season tickets, we're gonna to have to join Patreon schemes, we're gonna to have to buy jerseys again and, and really get behind the club and in turn that brings back the atmosphere that was around town during the, the, the best years of the Kenny era as well, wasn't it? Is that, is that kind of the vibe you're getting off off the yeah. last couple of interviews?
1: Like even just listening back um, to Martin there earlier on, three things I wrote down that he mentioned pride, community and the best interests of the club. Now, that's probably three things that we didn't see from peak six. That, you know, if this is top of their priority of having the best interests of the club at heart in each decision they make, that's a massive difference from what we've seen. And like you just said, Pingu, sometimes I think peak six interest was trying to create the best first team. And sometimes those investments weren't, they weren't sound investments, they were a bit of a gamble, but they they thought by throwing a bigger wage budget at it that it would work out. But like, I'm just thinking back, like we, we, like I say, just before the interview there, we never really even had a chat about the takeover and everything else. Like, let me bring you back to the start of the year. We've got this crazy transfer strategy with Filippo going into his first full season. Then there's all these problems over, whether he can manage or can't manage. Suddenly, Shane Keegan's pushed out there. We had all of that where he's, you know, basically a a shadow manager just standing in for Filippo. That all went pear-shaped. These lads, you know, took their own pride before what was going on at this club and decided to leave. We've had loads of staff members leave. We had protests. You know, Vinny coming back. Um, uproar still um, in and around the ground. We had very little communication from Peak Six. We'd what one, two interviews from Bill throughout this whole thing. Finally, we seem to be on a much more stable level now. Like you said, we're back into local ownership, who understand this club, who understand the local community, and um, you know, you're hearing bits and pieces from. People saying that they're finally going back up to Oriel Park after having stayed away from a long time, like that's that's great to hear. That they now feel that this club is back in a place that they're happy to go back to. Because I think, especially this year, the environment, like I know, COVID probably has a lot to do with this as well. But the environment just wasn't a happy place to be. No. It seemed. We we think about some of our uh, top players that we we lost at the start of this season, even because they just thought that the way everything was going. I mean, we'll probably touch on it now. It probably is just as good a time as any, but you know, Garth and uh, Massey's interview this week, you know, when, when you think about how Dane Massey was treated, you know, here's a number for somebody. Can you ring him about your contract? And, you know, he, he was thinking, well, I give so much to this club. Why hasn't somebody just come to me and ask, you know, ring me with an offer? Yeah. Why do I have to be the one to go back? And he's Right. You know, these, these you know, Steph, you just said it there, that you can't have a football club without players, without the playing side um, of the club. They should be at the heart of these decisions along with this community. And that's, you know, if if we join them up, we'll be in a much, much better place. But, like, when you think of that roller coaster that we've been on this year, to go back to a stage now where we're at – hopefully a well we I think I think it's safe to say already between a communication from the club to Martin wanting to come on here and have a chat with us, like that's more communication than we ever had from Peak Six during their time. So this is this is great to see and you hopefully that's a that's a, a, a good a good sign that we we we're, we're, we're gonna start heading in the right direction. I think we should all roll in behind this and hopefully we'll start to see these guys in time. Make the correct decisions. I mean, I was completely blown away when he was talking about these three weeks where they're going to be buying the club, they're not buying the club, they're definitely not buying the club. And you think about that time; they're probably ripping up plans, going, "Well, look, we we tried. It was a, it was a good shot. Everybody, thanks for being involved." And then probably another phone call said, "Well, hang on a second, you're back in the game again. Oh, right, back up again. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's 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 mental. And to be thrown in now, and like we said to him, you know, one game left the season." contracts about to end after this game it's hardly ideal for new owners to come in and 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 have to do it the last thing we want as we've seen at the start of this year is if you have to replace a lot of the squad how hard that is you've got to keep some sort of a core there together for this to work so look it's it's a it's a big it's a big task it's a big ask from these guys but i i i think as I say, thinking about what Martin said, are pride, community, in the best interest of the club—that's great to hear. I think that will go a long way with a lot of a lot of supporters too.
0: Yeah, and I think you know, like one thing that's exciting again, like it's, it's great. Obviously, Martin played a bit, a little bit of uh, box clever with us about what his role is going to be long term. You know, he's only talked obviously about up to Christmas, but you would hope he's going to have some involvement in how the club is going to be structured next year. And he's going to have some involvement within that club structure, hopefully on a consultancy basis, longer term. Hmm. Um, Colin Murphy back in, we're hearing of other people going back in now as well on the administrative side, which is brilliant. Um, But I, I think for me, this is probably going to be the first Christmas period in, I'd say about three or four years that there's going to be genuine excitement about, you know there's question marks over who's going to be managing the team next year so hopefully in the next couple of weeks that'll be made a little bit clearer there's going to be players signing you know there's going to be new players that's that's a fact you know what mm-hmm. i mean we're not going to go with just uh, with just andy boyle and, and ryan O'Kane you know what i mean uh, so we're going to have new players signing but like if you remember like going back going back even 10 years ago like this time of year was always kind of it was sad because players mm-hmm. were leaving but there was an excitement like I always think back when I think it might have been Christmas Eve in 2010 when Mark Quigley and Jason Bourne signed. I think they were two massive signings coming from a Bose team that just just mm. finished runner up in the league, and then you're getting excited for the season again. So you, you just it it is it's going we're going back to kind of the way the, the club was ran. And Martin said it in his interview like they want to be ran like a good League of Ireland club. And the club has been that for a long time until the last two years, you'd probably say, maybe last three years um, when change started to kind of happen under peak six. But um, I think it's just, it, it is, it's a good time to be a fan of Dundalk. And, and there's no reason why people at this moment in time should be questioning the owners and questioning their motives or questioning their long-term plans. It's like, just savour it. Savour a, a close season where there's a genuine excitement for next year. It's not fair, you know. Um. So yeah, so look, we'll probably just have to wait and see. And I'm sure over the next few weeks, like, if, if we might end up having to do just an episode fifty if there's any big big news on the horizon. But uh, yeah, it's look, it's it's a good time to be a Dundalk fan again, isn't it? We didn't think we'd say that a month ago.
3: Yeah, it could, it could have went so badly the other way. We could have, like we could be looking staring in the barrel of a relegation playoff, and it, it's you know it's a couple of weeks. Like they say, a week is a long time in football. It goes like we've summed it up perfectly. The club has summed it up perfectly in the last couple of days. Yeah, it's just it's just changed everybody's mood. You can see it in Wembley Park tonight. You know, like everybody's just buzzing. There was no kind of yeah, there was a bit of argy over the the performance, but look at nothing. You know, everybody knows right. Let's kick on for next year, twenty twenty two. Let's let, let's get people just can't wait to get going. You know, and that's, we didn't think we'd have that six months ago, you know. Yeah, I think I was it a call Chris. sorry.
1: <laughs> <You're grand. laughs> no, you're grand. no, no, I think, I think, um, I think you're right. That's, it's, it's the change, it's the change in attitude for everybody now as well, you know, and I think you're, you're kind of seeing that and that's, that's the main thing. Um, I think, yeah, look, I, I think, I do think back, you know, Pingu a couple of years back and, you know, we had what? Three, was it three or four players turning on lights at the marshes? Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, just as the Christmas shop was opening, and and you know, there's talk of the shop opening in the marshes again. It's it's really bringing you back to the to the good days back when you know the the the, the players. And I I just the, the thing I always think about that was when Mickey Duffy announced them under it was a stage outside the marshes, and and they come out and they were announced and stuff like that, and then after it. The players just came straight off the stage, just mingled with everybody else and went back into the marshes and they were just posing for photos and everything with, with loads of kids and everything like that. And there was a big queue outside the shop and you just think, that was the real good days back, you know? And hopefully this is, a, you know, if there's talk of getting a shot back in the middle of the community like that again, it always proved very well. Imagine if, if these guys hadn't come in back in what way would we be looking at you know season ticket sales and jersey sales like you know?
0: Well, that's when you think about it. Last year, like it was a business park, wasn't it? The, the shop was put in yeah. way out at, way mm. out of the town centre. And just when you're saying about turning on the lights, we had didn't Daryl Horgan? Wasn't he announced down in the marshes? I think Ronan Finn Ronan maybe the Finn, same. They yeah. were both down there. Like yeah. and he, not just being like not just a club shop being visible in the community. It's like you're doing player signings. You're not doing it. The traditional way, and ho- you would hope now that we we go back that kind of way now, where it's going to be more, more engaging, more engaging in yeah. the community. You know,
2: yeah, it's not too long ago Jamie McGrath was down the marshes, uh, like Ross got a picture with him, and you know I sent to him after he moved and stuff like that. Just it 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 was exactly like he was unveiled as the new signing, and then he was literally getting pictures with the fans like the kids and the, and the bigger kids as well but it's that it's that sort of connection that that was lacking and look COVID had a bit to do with it as well but it's going to be a massive couple of weeks on the recruitment side of things so hopefully they have they have a good plan in place now Play wise. so exciting times anyway for me yeah
0: yeah we, we'd hope so and look as I say we'll find out in the next couple of weeks and um, hopefully, hopefully there'll be stuff before too long. But look, we're going to wrap up the show in the next couple of minutes, and you know, uh, winding down from probably the best season ever to start a podcast on Dundalk Football Club, which is why there's there's roughly I think fifty two of them now, uh, one for every week of the year. Um, <laughs> but I I think you know we look at it, it has been an absolutely crazy season, and we, we done our uh, Twitter poll. Uh, Andy Boyle was the winner of the town end Player of the Year, won a pizza for it. So we hope. Uh, we hope he, him and his him and Haley were able to get their hands on the pizza from Tony's.
1: I think um, Haley was looking for a boiler special, apparently.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm worried. <laughs> oh, Jesus, don't go
2: down
1: that uh, road.
0: But yeah, no, I, I just want to say, look, I, I know we're going to wrap up uh, now, and, I, and we'll all get our, our little minute uh, minute to speak. But I just want to say a big thanks to everybody for tuning in every week, um, whether it be live. Uh, the, the comments have been great. Everyone holding me accountable for for not saying uh, how impressed I was or how I wasn't impressed with certain players. I really appreciate people for calling me out on social media and Oriel Web for that there. Uh, Looking forward to more of that next year. Um, But no, look, I I think um, people, I think Donald said it earlier, you know, it's at a time, especially as someone that's not living in the town anymore, um, the ability to watch the games... Uh, and to be able the ability to talk about the games after and see Stefan McEvitt every week, uh, apart from when he takes two months off. Um, but it's really I think it was a born there. We kind of got cut got him a bit of slack. You know? No, 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 <laughs> never, never. But just Yeah, just the ability, just the just the ability to yeah. to talk about the game and, and shoot the breeze about how the club is going and stuff's just been really good. And look, I've made no bones on the podcast about my situation over the past year and. The, pod, the pod's really been a help uh, at times maybe where I didn't want to talk to people just going on and doing a bit um, being able to talk with familiar faces and that that you don't get out here is very much appreciated so I just want to say thanks to thanks to you lads for that and thanks to everybody for watching and listening
1: It's emotional
3: It is, it's getting a bit it's getting a bit deep You're just going to go, good luck <laughs> Yeah, look you got it, that's You've hit the Like when we started the season, I thought we were mental going after every game. I thought, I like to myself, I was like, this isn't going, this is never going to work. I said, how are we going to do this after every match? And then I didn't think we would watch it. I was like, we are sitting here in our houses for, like, I know the first podcast about three and a half days long. I don't know how long it was. It went on forever. We eventually this one's, this one's up here to rival it. Don't worry. Yeah, i have been be touching one hour, one and a half hours. But yeah, look, it's been great. I mean, like, I did, I've only been to two games. Second one was tonight. And, um, yeah, it's been a mad old season. It's been—we probably couldn't have picked a better season to do it. But uh, yeah, look, it's been great. It, it's well, I, I without going into a mad old story, I was—I was at a wedding last week, and somebody at the wedding cornered me over a uh, over the podcast, <laughs> now, in a good way. But I spent that long talking to him about the dog. I forgot what the drinks order was, so I went to the bar. The barman came up to me, and I couldn't remember the drinks order. I was gone for twenty minutes. I had to go back the whole way to the table to get the re-drink, redo the order. And go back to the bar, but it's things like that. You get people talking to you. I Costa was another one. You know, it, it's at, it. and we're not yeah, we're not know. experts in anything apart from Chris with the production. So we're not. We don't. We do pretend to be pundits. So we're here to have the crack. We're here to, you know, we're just normal fans shooting the breeze. You know, talking shade for an hour and a half. And if you listen and you think the great, great, you know, but it's it's such a pity. I, it 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 me, it aches me. me is that the word about? It, that we didn't get the yeah. fifty podcast. It's a pity the FA Cup final didn't come up but look we, we might get a 51 in like like Pingu says but um yeah look it's been great it's been great there's no there's nothing else really to say I won't get it I won't get it deep because then we end the ball crying here boys you like playing Richie music in the middle
2: <laughs> Steph, Steph you're up <laughs> yeah look just just what you've been saying it's I haven't been on as much as you have a lot of commitments walk walk family and stuff like that and uh <laughs> But no, it's to get on and get talking about the matches, especially I think when we actually couldn't go to the matches, it was particularly yeah. very good because you're you, like when you go up to the match, you're standing oh, beside Larry. somebody, Golly, you're right it, but uh, <laughs> even, even you're standing beside a stranger and you sort of go, Yeah, I sort of know this fella to see, and you just start talking about the match. And it was little things like that you'd sort of miss, you didn't know you missed them until you got back to the matches, but. This sort of filled the void and then it sort, it sort, of, it sort of snowballed a wee bit. Uh, Dean said to me, like, what? I think it was October, or November. He talked about a podcast and he said Gally was going to be involved. And I said, fuck me, I'm not getting involved in that. <laughs> but uh, he, twisted, he twisted me. He twisted me. He twisted me. And uh, I, I, I don't think we've agreed on it in this season, Gally. Have we? We, we, we've we we've had a good we've a good we've had a good battle all season. Uh, Chris has been very professional. He's looked after everyone. Tried to keep us all from causing the park <laughs> until, until now. now. <laughs> few few dodgy <laughs> comments along the way. Um, yeah, but <laughs> we we all mention them again. Yeah. Them. Don't pay the mistake. Um, but it, but look, it's it's been brilliant to see even. Even the fans, the fan like the Nork supporters, fellow supporters coming in and coming in, different people having different opinions, and like it's just you know it's just a, like we had the connection within the fans ourselves, and and it will be great now if we can carry that on towards the club. But um, just want to shout out to Vinny from Tony's Pizzeria. He kept no. he kept everyone uh, in pizzas tonight, and um, we've won we've won for a. a the player of the year, Andy Boyle, and then there's another one floating about, so I don't know. Chris is gonna make the decision how we're gonna get this one
1: out. Oh, fair play to you. Fair play to you. That came out of nowhere. Um we we uh could we just do something over the weekend online on our socials? Yeah, we can do something like that, can we?
2: Yeah. I'll I'll pull cool. that one out of the bag. Steph. We'll, we'll, come, we'll come up with something we'll come up with something and uh the boys will put it up on social media so
1: yeah we'll we'll get somebody either on their 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 best memory this year or worst memory this year or something we'll, we'll 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 get something but like lads when you when you even you know like like i say it's it's been great doing this when you think of the guests and stuff that we've had on this year as well like you know it's been a chance to, to, to chat to former players and, you know, and managers and stuff that, you know, I think I think we all at times just kind of sat back and, and let them talk and we're kind of in amazement for it. So I think that's that's been a real highlight of this, you know. I think on the, on the Dundalk side, you know, like for probably the highlight of my season, like it's, it's probably, you know, Fat's goal in, in Europe that time. You know, like unbelievable. <laughs> you, 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 we may never get a, a goal of that quality from a from a Dundalk player again, at that stage and everything. You know, so that's that's probably the the big one. You know, Steph's wallpaper getting a couple of mentions throughout the season was was good anyway <laughs> as well. <laughs> Enjoyed like that. You know, <laughs> um, you know, and I think another. You know, not that we, not that we can take any credit for it or anything, but I think from episode one two and, and onwards we were calling for you know is this now the time that we need to be getting some sort of supporters club together and it's great to see that that has happened this year you know and we've we, we've gave plenty of opportunity on this platform as well for that so like that's that's another good highlight going forward into whatever might happen with the new owners as well that you know the fact that martin mentioned that they're they're, they're chatting to them already i think that's a good sign as well so Plenty of reasons to be cheerful, lads. All this went on, never won one pizza. Yeah. We, should have, we should have got that extra pizza and just delivered a, a couple of slices to each slice. one of us we can all lift a slice now. Neither we do have that. to say Emily, yours Perry,
0: like Emily Perry never won one. She's watched every show, lads. So just, just saying. Chicago like,
3: yeah, pound week. yeah. yeah. pizza then. Yeah. She, so pick so it we, up
0: Friday week.
1: Like. <laughs> yeah, we, we votes for your wallpaper, whole wallpaper of the year. Which is good. And um, Vinny got manager of the year at Dundalk. It was a big list. It
0: was a big list,
3: <laughs> you know, to be fair.
1: You I game still game.
2: don't think he
0: got
1: it. Yeah, we, we've had no Hanks, no Hank party.
3: So. <laughs> I, I just seen Ann his comment there that we're, if we're not on Facebook. Oh, okay. we're, on, we're on YouTube and Twitter as well. And I know Twitter can be a bit of a. We, are, I, we, can't we can't put the comments play up play. from
1: Twitter anymore yeah, until yeah, yeah. Twitter's
3: well I know the live might not be on YouTube, I get that, but yeah, we are on Spotify. No, live is on YouTube, yeah? Oh, then there you go, even better.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, they're all live and comments come in from YouTube as well. They come in from Facebook as well. We did have them from Twitter, but Twitter changed from Periscope to their own platform and you can only go one direction. They can't send comments back. Well, you brought it up. I'm telling you. that's you know, All right, I'm done. <laughs>
3: I just didn't want anybody missing out. That's all. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, Frank Carlin wants to
1: know who was our partner of the year for the club.
3: Oh, it's it's gotta be uh, just shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> <worst>.
2: Just shoulders. <laughs>
1: there, was, there was probably too many to, to, to yeah. pick to yeah. pick from there at times.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got I have to say we got a everybody in the, I don't know if I don't know if anybody else in the stand, mm. but we got veil hand sanitizer tonight, we went in for free, so they're always days. looking after people, safety first, all that jazz.
1: There you go. That can be your partner of the year. Yeah. Then I think. And just
0: before, before we finish up, we would just like to say thanks to uh, or congratulations to Danny O'Connell who won Wi-Fi of the year. <laughs> <laughs> though,
1: though Steph was rivaling for him at the start? He was. Anyone <laughs> 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 else? That
4: just what happened? Take out
3: of here. <laughs> We're we'll finishing up tonight, and there's more. There's so much more you could talk about, like you know. But you'll be you'll be here till you'll be here till Christmas Eve. Was the uh, official recruitment partner, yeah?
1: <laughs> <Dairy City. laughs> but yeah, no,
3: it's been a it's been a mad old season. Look,
1: it. it's been great, it's, right? like We've had like the end of this yeah, it is podcast. is like, turning more and more like a WhatsApp group
3: here. So yeah, I, know, yeah. I just and I actually forgot. It was you'd have mentioned, Chris, the guests we've had on. Look, we have to thank the guests yeah. as well. Like we've had yeah. the recurring guests as well. Like people helped us out. David Lennon, Keon Callan, Donald was a guest and then he became part of the the group. Um So yeah, Neil Newbury was on a couple of times. Tom O'Connor as well. Looking Mark obviously, Mark Rossler's
0: co-host, isn't he? At this Mark point?
3: Roster was practically part of the furniture. Yeah, and he poor chap never come on after a win. I know. Um, <laughs> no. Live at Oriel. Live at Oriel. Martin Lawler for me was probably the one that just yeah just a, like a, an absolute legend. Speaking, you know, if we want to pick one, but uh, yeah, look, it's been great. It's been, it's been great to speak, to speak to people you would normally hear from. You know, we yeah. wouldn't get that chance. I would never get that chance to speak to Martin Lawler for an hour and a half. You never get it. So it's Dem, great. you can talk to
2: him,
3: Dale McKeely. Oh, the people you shouldn't talk to, you just listen. Dale McKeely, yeah, McKeely,
2: Alan O'Neill, Dave yeah. Rogers. Like when you go through the list, like,
1: yeah, it's been a good season. How do we back this one up? <laughs> Suck, finger. <it>. When you're
2: when you up in Oriel by Martin, will you still come on? Finger.
0: I, will, I just might not be able to say it too much. The Wi Fi will be going.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> right, lads. Well, on that awkward You've
3: side. I was busy reading David's comment. Apologies. You're no, worries.
0: David's. no worries. Yeah, no. Thanks, everybody. It was, a, it was a good year, and thanks, everyone, for coming on. And again, as I said, this show, we wouldn't still be going if people weren't listening and watching back. I think, Chris, we had what? After this we'll probably have about sixty thousand across uh, yeah, everything. Six thousand, not sixty
1: thousand, is it? Uh, no, no, when we told up lessons, views, everything we were on like fifty-five thousand. So
0: that was a couple of episodes ago. This so.
1: One, so that's that's amazing and thanks to everybody for
0: it would have been a lot less if Steph had it been on every week, but
1: <laughs> I don't know. They were they were tuning in for the wallpaper.
2: There was big spikes up when I when I oh. tuned in. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is how we'll vote for next year. We'll we'll figure out who gets the highest ratings, lads, and they make the cup for next year. <laughs> Perfect. Who's, who's Who gets the closing words for the season? Lads, Steph.
3: Steph probably had the best closer of the lot, so it probably should go to him.
2: I was and gonna Steph. say. I was gonna say no fats, no party, but I'll say no ten-ed podcast, no pizza.